0: Hey guys and welcome to episode number 108 of Dylan Al Talk NFL. Today is Tuesday, July 19th. We're sitting here recording at 2.25 p.m. Um, Sorry we were uh, not able to proceed or proceed with an episode last week. Um, Some conflicting schedules so we're going to be doing a double episode today. Just only two segments. We're going to be moving on with our divisional preview series. Moving on uh, Finishing up the AFC with the AFC West. Probably, I would say, one of the most intriguing divisions in football. Mm -hmm. And then leaning off the NFC with the NFC East. It looks like that's probably going to be one of those divisions. Like, you know, most in the NFL, it's only going to be a two-team race between uh, the Cowboys. And then I think the Eagles have really made it... They're going to make it interesting this year, I think, for sure. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But, um, what do we... uh, I think training camps opened up yesterday. We had rookie camps for the Bills and the Raiders, I believe, opened. I don't... No, I don't. The funny thing about that is that I don't think those are the two teams in the Hall of Fame game. They may be. I don't honestly remember off the top of my head who's going to be in the Hall of Fame game this year because I know those are usually the two camps that open up first Mm because they play obviously a week before um, the rest rest of the preseason begins. uh, Which means I think we're um, sitting here two weeks from tonight, I think from the episode one premiere of uh, Hard Knocks with the Lions. Mm -hmm. We'll be doing an episode, we'll be in a couple weeks, we'll start and be doing our. uh, was this this going to be our third edition?
1: It's the Raiders and the Jaguars, I believe.
0: Oh, okay. Because I thought I heard the Bills and the Raiders were the two teams that opened up. So, okay, at least the Raiders are one of them. Yeah. But as I was saying, uh, we're two weeks away from uh, Hard Knocks and the Lions. I'm really excited yeah. for that. So hyped. Um, I think training camps open up for their rookies this weekend, mm-hmm. and then I think all the other camps for um for veterans and whatnot open up at this time next week. So it's going to be really yeah. exciting. We'll be doing our third edition, I believe, of um our Hard Knocks reviews and everything. I'm really excited. This may be the Who first. we have
1: first? It was the, it was it was the, the both the
0: LA teams The LA teams and then the Cowboys, the Cowboys last year.
1: Yeah.
0: This may be the first edition of Hard Knocks that I watch live. Yeah. This this honestly may yeah. be. As long as I'm home and on time and everything. This is gonna be the usually with the other two is, you know, I'll watch it, you know, Thursday or Friday. Yeah. I'll I'll get I have HBO Max and I'll just do that. But it's I think this I'll may be the first one. High. I may I may watch it live, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean Tuesdays, just because right? there's there's so much intrigue, you know, with it being, you know, a little bit of hometown bias for the Lions this year.
1: Mm-hmm. When is it Tuesdays? Or? I think it's yeah,
0: it's Tuesdays. I think it starts on the sixth.
1: It's like the eighth, eight or eight o'clock or whatever. 8 o'clock?
0: I don't know what time. I, like I think it's like ten or not. I don't know. Wow. I mean, we'll have to find out. Hopefully,
1: because then, then at least we'd be home. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. Um, but I did see some of more of the Madden ratings came out. Some mm-hmm. of the things that we did talk about were confirmed. I saw um ninety nine club for Tuesday for Devontae Adams ninth. Okay, I, I for some reason yeah. I had the sixth, but uh the ninth to ten. Okay, so that's good. A later start time will help some of us out a little bit hopefully i don't fall asleep during three it.
1: weeks removed
0: three weeks from today i said two weeks i'm totally messed up on that uh but anyways yeah um miles garrett i think we said he was a 99 yeah. but i think i officially saw that he was a 98 those were maybe they some not official official ratings uh-huh. i did see tyree Hill got 99 speed and second to get 98 speed i think was um amara Amara. Or not, not Amra. Um, Jamison Williams. I'm sorry. Nice, I'll have to look that nice. up real quick. But just to confirm, but I think Jameson Williams was um the second one in in speed on the Madden roster with a 98 speed. Yep, yep. So that's gonna be really interesting to watch him play this year as a rookie. You're gonna get to see him spotlighted a little bit on hard knocks. I think this year. Um, you know, obviously Dan Campbell's gonna be an interesting watch. This is going to be Jared Goff's second version of Hard Knocks as he, yeah. as he was with it in the Rams in uh, 2020.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but, yeah, this is going to be really interesting, and I'm really excited for it. But uh, let's lead it off um, with our final AFC Divisional Breakdown of the 2022 season. Uh, let's lead it off with the Denver Broncos. I think the probably the team in the, mo- the most in the um, rebuild – not in the rebuild category, I would say, but they had the most change happen yeah. in the 2022 season. Obviously, Russell Wilson – is their new quarterback getting mm-hmm. him in a trade for the seat with the Seahawks? They mm-hmm. did lose uh, Drew Locke, and then they lost um, Noah Fant as well. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna have a hole to fill in in the tight end spot. Obviously, um, with Russell Wilson leaving, that means Teddy Bridgewater was um, he was. On somewhere else. He went to the Miami Dolphins in free agency. Mm-hmm. They kept Graham Glasgow, which is going to be a big part, you know, the former Lion, former Michigan Wolverine, big yeah. part in that offensive line, that young offensive line in Denver, led by, you know, him as he's going into his age 31 season. And then uh Garrett Bowles, another big offensive tackle, a, a young name that we don't talk about enough. Melvin Gordon re-signed. They lost Shelby Harris as well, that interior D lineman in the trade. Um, that obviously sent Russell Wilson over to see uh Denver. Um Obviously, like I mentioned, Noah Fant, Drew Locke went in that trade as well. Um, they picked up Randy Gregory mm-hmm. in free agency as well. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see what they do in the tight end spot. I believe they didn't sign anybody of big significance. I believe Albert O is going to be the starting tight end for the Broncos this year, which is you know definitely a big change from uh, Noah Fant in 2020, or 2022, I'm sorry. Um, I believe maybe Hireman's still there as well from Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Uh, No, it does not. It looks like they lost him. So, so Greg Albert Alberto, Eric Tomlinson are going to be your three tight ends for the Denver Broncos. One of the best, I think, young wide receiver cores in the NFL with uh, Cortland Sutton. Hopefully, Cortland Sutton can stay healthy this year. Mm -hmm. Hamler's coming off the torn ACL as well early Mm -hmm. season. I think he'll be ready to go. He may be a little bit uh, rusty a little bit for training camp. Should he be ready for week one, I agree. Uh, Tim Patrick, he really broke out onto the scene he last year, good. I think, yeah. uh, filling in in that um, K.J. Hamler kind of sl- the role. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Patrick was a big fantasy football waiver wire pickup, I think, for a lot of people midway yeah. through the season last year. Uh, the defense, you know, it's not the same defense. Obviously, this is going to be their first full season without Von Miller. Yeah. Um, they got Bradley Chubb still at the Will Will spot. Uh, Josie Jewell, another big name. If if you watch some Big Ten college football, you'll remember that name. Josie Jewell was a big part of that Iowa defense um, in the mid-2010s. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, as I mentioned, they signed um, Randy Gregory, Ronald Darby's there. But one of my my two favorite secondary players in the division are in this, on this team, mm-hmm. and that is Justin Simmons. Yeah. And what a breakout rookie season for Pat Sertain last year.
1: Yeah.
0: That guy, I, he was a top-10 selection by the Broncos, a lot of people were shocked on how high Pat Sertain went. They thought yeah. maybe he was going to fall down to Dallas a little later in the draft, yeah. which that would have been a heck of a combination to have him and Trayvon Thanks. Diggs last yeah. season. But definitely going to be interesting to watch with that secondary. Um, Record-wise, this is going to be a tough division, mm-hmm. and I think 9-8 and eight is going to be last place. And I yeah. think that Denver, unfortunately, you know, they still got, they still the, the problem's going to be early in the season. Mm-hmm. How long is it going to take Russell Wilson to acclimate to Denver? Obviously, he played up in Seattle. That was at sea level. Going to Denver, you know, ask Peyton Manning. That was a big adjustment, you know, moving from, you know, not playing, playing there once every couple of years to playing, you know, eight- or nine-year home games there. So that's going to be the key to watch on offense, and I think that may be the reason why... Um, they struggle a little bit now. Next year, they add a couple big. I think they can add some big free agency names they next need year, defense. depending on how good Russell Wilson does. Yeah. But um on defense, I think the interior line is going to be the thing to watch. Yeah. You know, you had Von Miller there for I'd years. Yeah, he played line that linebacker D line combo. Uh-huh. But you look at their starting defensive linemen: Mike Purcell, Draymond Jones, DJ Jones.
1: Couldn't t- couldn't tell you one.
0: Couldn't really, honestly. Draymond Jones, I believe, went to Ohio State. The name rings oh. a bell. Not very great NFL player. Yeah. That's going to be the thing to watch on this mm-hmm. defense, though. Because the linebacking front, core. Whole
1: front seven. The
0: linebacking core, you got Chubb and you got Josie Jewell. And mm-hmm. in the back line, you got Simmons and Sertan. So I'm not worried about the secondary and the linebacking core. It's worried about that interior D line. That's little, where you run the ball.
1: I'm a little worried about Chubb's getting up there in eight. Mm-hmm. That's Chubb the thing is. About him. Oh,
0: gosh, I mean, I know it feels like Chubb just got drafted, but I think Chubb's in like seventh season yeah. already in the league.
1: And he's this is going to be the year he has to completely step up. Uh-huh. you know, And that I think this determines whether or not he's going to be there for the rest of his career. Mm-hmm. Or if you know, he'll be like a Von okay. and they'll ship him out or you know whatever it'll be. Um, when I look at the Broncos' schedule, I'm excited for their week one matchup versus the Seahawks. I think that that's going to be the game that I most want to see um, for Russell Wilson. And I think if Russell Wilson comes out and has a good game against the Seahawks... I think that can set a good tempo for them. Um, if if he comes out and kind of has a dud, then I don't know. You know, I think I think that could be a make-or-break game to start off the season. Uh, Texans, you know, even I would say. That's
0: going to be one of my favorite games, not the Texans game. Because yeah, that's going be to be an absolute blowout. The Seahawks, Broncos, Russell 12. Wilson. I mean, you can't. You're the script writers for the NFL couldn't have done a better job.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Russell Wilson getting traded and his first game back. His first game as a Denver Bronco is back home, where you know we argue, so we can could've. argue about this for two or three. Year. We've already argued about this for the two or three years we've been on. Mm-hmm. They were a yard away from Russell Wilson winning back-to-back years. Super Bowls. Yeah. If Pete Carroll made the right decision and mm-hmm. ran the ball with Marshawn Lynch instead of throwing the ball, yeah, uh, in that Patriots Malcolm Super Bowl,
1: Butler wouldn't be a household name.
0: No, you, Malcolm Butler probably wouldn't be. He's I don't even know if Malcolm Butler would have made the money that because he, he went to Tennessee yeah. after that, and then he's back in New England now. Yeah, you know, after definitely, retired, definitely lived up to that big, year. definitely lived up to that big contract they gave him after making one play. Who, yeah. who didn't see that coming? I mean, it's
1: crazy. This one, the Broncos Seahawks Week One, then we also have Browns Panthers Week One. Mm-hmm. Two games, <laughs> the Baker
0: Mayfield Bowl and the Russell Wilson Bowl. It's going to be some good matches, and that's and something, eight that's eight something f- that dropped right. Uh, at we we totally forgot to mention that. The day after our last episode, uh-huh. Baker Mayfield gets traded. Yeah, Couldn't believe that. I was going through, you know, my group. My, I have a group I message with some uh-huh. of my friends from high school, and I have all my notifications off. So when I'm at work, I just, you know, I listen to my music and I don't get my notifications yeah. or anything. And I click on the first one and it says Baker Mayfield traded to the Panthers. I was like, I was really surprised. And then I saw what yeah, the haul was. Sure I'm like, ready. wait, what? Yeah. A <laughs> fifth rounder. From
1: what? 2024? 2025? I think it's
0: 2025.
1: It's he he was worth a third next year, this year, you know. Mm-hmm. I I'm I'm shocked. To me, it just shows how little they valued Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm. which is, you know, very very upsetting. And he, mm-hmm. uh, I think Baker Mayfield said in an interview, you know, that's that's a game he has circled on his calendar. And, uh, he, Baker
0: Mayfield is going to throw four hundred yards in that dude, game. That is, is, is going to be Baker Mayfield. It's going to be Baker Mayfield's best game of his career. Mm-hmm. I can I can bet a lot of money that mm-hmm. that's going to be one of. We're going to look back at Baker Mayfield's career. Mm-hmm. We're going to look back to twenty twenty two week one, mm-hmm. and that's going to be one of his best games of his career.
1: I think when you look at Baker Mayfield, what uh, what I didn't give him credit for early on, and what I will give him credit for now, is just just the kind of the drive, the mm-hmm. competitiveness. You know when he's out there, I I don't want to say Tom Brady levels, but I do want to say it. you could see it last year. He's mm-hmm. playing through injuries. Mm-hmm. He's playing through all this.
0: I mean, he tore his labrum in what like week three.
1: Yeah, so he played the whole season pretty much that. And only only game, he game he missed because of
0: COVID, and the Browns are a uh, organization still you know dogged him the whole way.
1: So I see the dedication, I see you know, the uh, the desire to improve mm-hmm. and grow and mm-hmm. make the team better. Um and I really think that he might thrive here in Carolina mm-hmm. because they're almost like the Broncos in the same way. You know, they've got a couple pieces in their secondary with uh, J. C. Horn they drafted last year. They've, you know, got a couple pieces in the linebacking core, um, wide receiver wise couple pieces. They've got Anderson, McCaffrey.
0: McCaffrey. God, if McCaffrey could stay healthy for one. They got one... D. J.
1: Moore, who if he can mm-hmm. stay healthy, you mm-hmm. know, but Robbie
0: Anderson had a, a pretty good season got, last year. Ian got Thomas the other guy is from there. OSU. Um, tall guy. Terrence Marshall.
1: Yep, they got him. Um, tight end line well, they got uh, Chuba then,
0: Hubbard yeah. in the draft last year, which is a, a nice one-two punch. He had a quiet rookie season because he took over most of the carries, obviously, when McCaffrey went down midway a, it through. It was a
1: sneakily good season. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So the their problem last year was they went from
0: uh, Darnold to mm-hmm. to Cam Newton mm-hmm. and then back to Darnold and then back to Cam Newton and then they had a package for Cam Newton while Darnold was starting. Yeah. It's just the the problem they had last year was a inconsistent defense and an inconsistent quarterback as well, yeah. you know. We were you know, our September Super Bowl could have been Broncos Panthers last year. They were both 4 and 0. Well,
1: I think it's And I don't think they won
0: more than a combiner or 4 or 5 games after that mm-hmm. between the two of them.
1: They're both in the exact same boat. They're They both have new quarterbacks. Teams yeah. Week one. And
0: they both have new quarterbacks. Yeah.
1: It's like their stories. I think we talk about this for certain teams, but their stories are just kind of interwoven. Really. Mm-hmm. yeah. Super Bowl Fifty, they're in similar situations. They're in a similar situation last year. Mm-hmm. Similar situation this year. Uh, I think I think you hit it on the head saying nine and eight, sort of, for me because.
0: And who knows with the AFC. That, that, I know the AFC is stronger than the NFC in some mm-hmm. points, like in the mid-pack. Mm-hmm. That, that may be enough to make the playoffs. You may, may have maybe. all four NFC West team, or AFC, AFC West, West teams with the division winner and then the AFC West taking the three wild cards.
1: The difficulty is their schedule. I mean, they got the Chiefs twice, Chargers twice. They're mm-hmm. actually Raiders twice with the Devontae Adams improvement. Um, they've got the Colts, who I've been high on. They've got the Titans, who may be on the decline, but still a great team. The Ravens who I think are gonna shock a lot of people this year and and return to form in a way. With the draft picks they made, they just made sense. They got Linderbaum, they got uh Kyle Hamilton, they added some key pieces. Now they did lose Hollywood, but I don't think it's gonna affect Lamar Jackson, honestly. Mm-hmm. He in terms of why Hollywood left, he came out and said, I don't know if you heard anything about this but um Bernard Pollard and Lamar Jackson got into it on Twitter. Really? And Bernard Pollard was the guy who uh, tore Brady's ACL, mm-hmm. and he was also on the Ravens for quite a while, and he, uh, in the Super Bowl where the lights went out when Pollard was on the Ravens, he uh, he missed the attack on Crabtree that got him in the end zone and almost got the 49ers back in. But anyway, Pollard tweets out, he's like, Lamar is not a top ten quarterback, he's a top ten talent, not a top ten quarterback, which I could see the argument for, but I, I'd say Lamar's top ten quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um he just brings a different skill set. Yeah. But what was very interesting was they were saying this is why he his receivers left and they were fighting. Lamar starts going back to Pollard. you're a little man, you didn't mm-hmm. make any plays, every carry you like he was going off. He uh he sent the the video he tweeted out the video of Pollard missing the tackle in the Super Bowl. <laughs> they were going back and forth. And then Pollard said something I think about Hollywood leave and no one wants to play with him or something. And Hollywood came out and even tweeted, addressed some of the headlines and the rumors on why he wanted to go mm-hmm. leave. And all he said really was, This is a contract year for him where he's gonna be looking teams are gonna be evaluating what he's worth. Lamar Jackson, he loves playing with him. He's you know a great quarterback, but he can't get the yardage numbers mm-hmm. to get noticed by NFL. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why he wanted, re- why he requested that trade quietly, and, yeah. and ended up on the Cardinals. But uh, I think Bateman's going to thrive there. I think they've got some pieces. I think you know their strength is going to be when Gus Bus and uh, and Dobbins come Dobbins back. Return. Yeah. It's, it's going to be another level. And who knows? Maybe they won't go for two and lose a couple of games. or Maybe they won't. They've been a, a playoff game. team? Even they with...
0: Even with um, One of those wins. Who's their quarterback? Oh, Huntley. Yeah, yeah, Tyler Huntley at some point last year because Lamar went down after the Miami game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, moving on here as we both have the Broncos at 9-8. and eight. Moving on to the defending division champions and uh, a team that may have, you know, for first time in a couple of years taken a little bit of a step back. Mm-hmm. And that's the Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, you know, their big move in the offseason was trading Tyreek Hill to the Miami Dolphins for a decent haul of draft picks. Um, They gave up, you know, that $30 million APY, $52 million in guaranteed. Uh, Big re-signing of Frank Clark, I thought, uh, for a little bit cheaper of a price of $14.5 million APY. Mm -hmm. Uh, Big loss, though, losing Tyron Matthew to the Saints. That's really going to hurt, I think, the back end of that secondary. Hitchens still hasn't re-signed yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, But picking up Juju Smith-Schuster, kind of a... Eh. Eh, Valdez Scantling, though. No. Um, Valdez saying? Scantling is... I like Valdez Scantling a lot. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are going to say at the end of the day that Valdez Scantling may be one of the sneakier signings mm-hmm. of the free agency period, mm-hmm. I think. Um, they did lose Byron Pringle. They lost Melvin Ingram as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeron Reed. They lost some big names. Sorensen, they lost on the mm-hmm. defensive side of the ball. They uh, they picked up Rojo, though, Ronald Jones, nice. uh, while losing Daryl Williams. So it looks like you're... Running backs are going to be um, Edwards Hilaire, Damian Williams. Or, no, Damian Williams already yeah. left, pardon me, and then you got Rojo. Um, but pretty much gives the backfield, I think, to Leonard Fournette in my eyes. Um, for the Bucs. For the Bucks, yeah, for yeah. sure. But, obviously, you know, he's still got Mahomes at quarterback. Yeah. One of the biggest, probably the best quarterbacks, I think. You know, you could put him top two, mm-hmm. I think, uh, in quarterbacks, you know, with uh, Josh Allen or uh, Aaron Rodgers, whoever you depend on, you know, to like whatnot. Uh, I mentioned Edwards Hilaire, and then you got McKinnon, probably going to be the third down back, be that receiving back. He made some clutch um, receiving plays late in the season, especially keeping him alive in some of those playoff games. Mm -hmm. Uh, Their number one right now on the depth chart is going to be Mecole Hardman, which is going to be really interesting to watch. Um, They don't even have – this must be not an updated roster or a depth chart because Juju – oh, no, Juju, sorry. I read read one up. Juju's the number one. Hardman, Vela, Scantling, you got Sky Moore. Yeah. I think Sky Moore has the potential to be one of the biggest sleepers in this draft that yeah. a lot of people aren't talking about. Uh, they have Justin Ross from Clemson as well. Um, Justin Ross, without the foot injury, probably could have been a first-rounder in 2020, I think. Tried to come back to Clemson for um, his senior season last year. Mm-hmm. Still a foot issue. I think he only ended up playing two or three games before having, having surgery on that foot. Uh, Josh Gordon. Still forgot. You know, forgot he's still on the team.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh Travis Kelsey.
1: Is he going to uh, play, how many, Is he eligible? Uh, is he...
0: he is eligible. He played a couple games last year, if I remember. Travis Kelsey is going to be the, the, the reason, the success and failure or failure of this team is going to depend on how many targets and how many yards Travis Kelsey can get. Yep. Can Travis Kelsey hit 1,500 yards? I think so, honestly. Can, can Travis Kelsey get 170, 190 targets? Mm-hmm. He could. Uh, they have a pretty good offensive line. I think they've done a really good job of beefing up that offensive line after watching Mahomes struggle in that Super Bowl in 2020. Mm-hmm. Orlando Brown's back. Uh, they got Tooney last year, for or, uh, this year from the Patriots. Creed Humphrey is probably okay. one of the best young centers in the league out of Oklahoma. They drafted Trey Smith, a uh, big uh, former number one recruit out of Tennessee. He's like 6'4", 325 pounds. Yep. Uh, they drafted Carl Loftus at the end of the first round last year. I really liked that move out of Purdue. I really thought Honestly, Carl had a chance to go top 15, top 20, mm-hmm. but Karloftis fell to them at, I believe it was number 30 or number 29. Um, Frank Clark's still there. Uh, the problem with this team, it's going to be, you know, unlike the Broncos, where their strength is the linebacking core in the secondary, mm-hmm. their weakness is going to be the linebacking core in the secondary. Mm-hmm. They really don't have any big names in this linebacking core anymore. It's gone to the days of, you know, Derek Thomas back in the day. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, consistent other linebackers, Tom Bali that they had, you know, right before the Patrick Mahomes era. And then you got Justin Reed, Thornhill and Legarius Sneed. Yeah, LeJerius Sneed had a great step up last year, I think. But is um Legarius Sneed ready to run this team or to to, you know take over? I don't think so. They also drafted McDuffie out of Washington. I think in the Mm -hmm. second or third round, he was one of our top corners coming into this draft. But it's gonna be really interesting. Let's see if these young guys can develop and turn into, you know, playmakers like a Tyron Matthew was, or like a Sorensen was, mm-hmm. or like some previous other corners that they've had in, in their in their past. Can the Chiefs still win this division? Yes. I think they're going to take a step back and go like 11-6 and six this year. It's going to be a tighter division than a lot of people think. I think the Raiders and Chargers can fight in there and get you 10-11 know, wins as well. Maybe yeah. you know the Chiefs win this thing on a tiebreak, mm-hmm. but this is not going to be a 13-14 win dominant Chiefs team. Um, if you want to look at things to watch, it's going to be Mahomes' de- – uh, not development, but his, you know, reaction to not having Tyreek Hill. Yeah. It's
1: going to be the chemistry. With it's the going to be the series. chemistry,
0: exactly, because he's got – out of his three starters, two of them are brand new. He has never – you know, obviously they have training camp, and OTAs and whatnot to get things worked out, but that's going to be the big thing to watch because uh, the offensive line is pretty set, I think. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be the the chemistry between Mahomes and Juju and valdez uh, scaling and then throwing Sky Moore. I think Sky Moore can get 60, 70 targets this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he can really explode on the scene right out of training camp, and then obviously as I mentioned, you know who's going to step up in that linebacking court? who's going to be who's going to be the second fiddle, I would think to Legarius Snead in the corner is going to be one of these safeties they picked up, or is going to be McDuffie going to step up big right out of rookie camp, or who knows what's going to happen? But there's still going to be you know moments where the Chiefs can dominate, but I don't think their run of dominance in the conference or in the league is um, going to be happening this year for sure.
1: I agree. I think honestly. They're, they're gonna really have to uh, fight tooth and nail just to win the division mm-hmm. um, like you said this could
0: be a first round exit for them this year yeah, yeah. honestly it is as unfortunate as that is to see mm-hmm. when the faces of the league go down that early
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if they can get past a wild card run honestly
1: it's just the watching the them play kill leaving was watching them play in the playoffs
0: easy. they just didn't look good last year mm-hmm. yeah they dominated the Steelers because I mean the Steelers had to sneak Steelers in on the last too. day um, they almost lost to the bills they got really lucky against the bills and honestly shouldn't have gone to overtime against the Bengals if somebody falls on that ball, on that fumble yeah, that Mahomes okay, has late well, in the fourth quarter, Bengals win that game in regulation.
1: Yeah. 11-10, to 10, though, or 11-10 wins. Um, I think that's right where they're really going to be. A little bit of a step back. Mm-hmm. Uh, still one of the better teams of the league, obviously. And uh, who knows? Your... Oh, I mean, if
0: they made the Super Bowl again this year, it wouldn't surprise me. But
1: I think uh, definitely not. They, them they like being the underdogs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they were the underdogs. Well, that's how they were in 2019, 2018, yeah. too. That's how they came up. Last season they started off rough and they came back in I mean, look at the teams that passed on Mahomes, everybody,
0: and they let him sit behind Alex Smith for a year, and he's turned in that four. It was, was going to be his fifth year, yeah. fourth year starting. Mm-hmm. He's probably been the best quarterback in the NFL in that span. Oh yeah, without a doubt.
1: And the Bears took Mitchell Trubisky with the second overall <laughs> pick.
0: <laughs> they traded up. Everybody forgets that they traded up to get Mitchell yeah. Trubisky. They Mitchell really Trubisky is a backup for the Buffalo Bills now, and he was a number two pick.
1: Or not even he's the he's on the Steelers. Or no he's on the
0: Steelers. Yeah, he got a shot. The well, he could be starting. Yeah, he could be starting for the Steelers he's this fighting
1: year. Fighting with one brain cell, Mason Rudolph. I forget and, uh, about Pickett. Pickett, I mean, Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett, right? Kenny
0: Pickett could start for the Steelers I this year. I, I honestly should. hope he does.
1: I think the Steelers team is is behind him, mm-hmm. um, and I think he should. But you're start. still
0: thinking 10-11 yeah, wins 10, 11. for the Chiefs? You're gonna win the division still.
1: Possibly, you know I, I think the Chargers. The Chargers could get hot, shot. man. They, they if
0: they would have made the playoffs last year, yeah. if they would have tied that last mm-hmm. game, if they would have picked up a dumb penalty or if the mm-hmm. you know whoever. We'll never know the full story yeah. of of how the Raiders decided to go from we're going to tie this game to I'm going to hand it to Josh Jacobs and he's going to get 16 yeah. yards and we're going to nail a 50 yarder to win the game. Yeah, we'll never know the full story of that. But if the Chargers would have snuck in. Mm-hmm. They could have made some noise, I the think. The
1: thing about this Chargers team is the opposite of what you said of the Chiefs. They, you said no big names on uh, defense for the Chiefs? They, just the names they, they, they picked J. up. in J.C. Jackson, just Cleo pick, Mack. Who Cleo else? Cleo Mack, I mean. They added like three, four people.
0: Cleo Mack is a scary, scary dude. That mm. That defense... They built this year. They're looking good. They went from a mid tier defense mm-hmm. to I think potentially one of the top five defenses in the league, right?
1: Bosa, now. Kenneth Murray, Khalil Mack, Asante Samuel Jr. Derwin, Derwin James. Derwin James is still there. JC Jackson. God, I think Derwin James Sierra is the Adderley, uh, I think De- Van Noy.
0: I think Derwin James is like the senior of that defense. Yeah. And he's only in his fifth year, yeah. maybe in the league. Yeah. Not even. Between him and Bosa. They're probably the two they're the two yeah. old men of the defense. Yeah. And just the names that they build around them. You, you mentioned it. Just looking at their base three, four: Tillery, Johnson, Joseph, Day, Bosa, yeah. Kenneth Murray, Tranquil. I really like do, do Tranquil coming out mm-hmm. of Notre Dame. He's a really sneaky guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Khalil Mack, as you mentioned, Asante Samuel Jr., who they picked Van up Noy I think late, late in the up. second round. Yeah, you mentioned Van Noy. Uh, they still have Michael Davis there behind JC Jackson. We yep. talked about them. Um, was it? it was last, we good talked good. about him the year that they did um, Hard Knocks. Yeah. We talked about they, they talked about the secondary quarters still you know, in uh, Desmond Boys. Jack Boys when they saw Desmond King there. That was unfortunate that they couldn't keep yeah. Desmond King because you throw Desmond King in that, in Nassier Hatterley's spot. Yeah. yeah. Or not in not even in you throw him in Asante Samuel's spot. Yeah. And your two and backup corners are Asante Samuel Jr. and Michael Davis with <laughs> with JC Jackson and Desmond King. That just would have been incredible to watch. Mm-hmm. But I mean that's before we even get to their defense, you know. Herbert. Yeah. This guy, man, I I knew he was going to go places when he came out of Oregon. Just watching his senior season at Oregon, he didn't have the playmakers that he has now, and he was still making the Pac-12 defenses look stupid yeah. at Oregon in his senior season. Um, he's even got Chase Daniel behind him, a veteran backup, just in case. I yeah. think J- Chase Daniel got into a game or two last year. Uh, he Herbert got banged Lions, around right? a little bit. A little bit. Uh, Chase Daniel did get a couple starts for the, the Lions, Bears? I think, in 2020. Eckler. Yeah, one of my favorite Dominant running backs. Season. One of my favorite fantasy running backs in in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Kelly's still there. Uh, they picked up Isaiah Spiller, yep. which is a good, sneaky. Um, a sneaky was that was a draft pick, right? Yeah, um, out of Texas. Yeah, out of Texas A&M. Uh, mm-hmm. Keenan Allen. I mean. The three receivers are Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Josh Palmer. And then Mike Williams Guyton exploded Guyton. last season. Yeah, I think I had him. I had him on fan, in fantasy. Yeah. I think I'm out had him on the bench for like two or three seasons or two and or three weeks. Like and points. this man just went off for twenty points. And then I finally put him in my bench or on my in my lineup. You know, it was a hard decision to make because I think I had to throw I had to throw a pretty big name on the bench. Mm-hmm. I think for there for a minute. I think Robert Woods was on my bench before he got hurt,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he just exploded on the scene. You mentioned it. They got Guyton. He had a good season last year.
1: I think DeAndre
0: Carter. They signed from the Commanders. Guy, DeAndre he, Carter, he um, he had a couple big yeah. games last year.
1: Yeah, the Guyton no, though is almost like uh, what's his name? Gabe Davis for the Bills. Mm-hmm. He's in that. Fourth mm-hmm. spot, I think mm-hmm. he can have that. that play. He can have one big game. Like you look at Gabe yeah. Davis; he had
0: four touchdowns in the divisional round. I mean, being Guyton compared to Herbert, Jerry Rice.
1: When I see Guyton and Herbert play, and and Herbert airs it out to Guyton uh, a couple plays last year, mm-hmm. I thought, man, that's that's a good connection. Mm-hmm. If they can keep him around because he's a sneaky name, he can slowly cement himself as that third or fourth mm-hmm.
0: guy. Uh, they picked up Gerald Everett from yeah, the Seahawks. Uh, Parham's still there. They picked up Trey McKitty from Colorado State. He was one of my favorite. He was the best vertical threat tight end I think in the draft class. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Slater's going to be coming into year two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zion Johnson, I believe, is coming into year th- two or three. Or, no, Zion Johnson, pardon me, is a rookie out of Boston College. That's yeah. going to be a good. Uh, Lindsley coming from the Packers a couple of years ago. Yeah. Pipkins as well. Uh, it's it's a good offensive, improved offensive line from a season ago, I think. Yep. This team, I think they can go 11-5 and five as well. Or 11-6. and six, And I think they can tie the um, Chiefs yeah. for the division, but I think head-to-head. Just because, even though the Chargers have had some success at Arrowhead, yeah. I think the Chiefs can maybe steal a game at SoFi, and then maybe you know they can get those more wins in the division because mm-hmm. they're more established. They more have that more veteran mentality of mm-hmm. kind of a team with the newer. Yeah, they have newer pieces, but Mahomes is the senior of this um, of this division when mm-hmm. it comes to quarterback class.
1: I think the difference maker for the Chargers this year is that improved defense. Mm-hmm. Will the Chargers uh, sneak the into a Herbert. 4 or
0: 5 seed? Mm-hmm. And could they could they be a sneaky pick for the AFC Championship? I think so. Because yeah. if Herbert gets hot, you look at Joe Burrow. Yeah. Look at Joe Burrow as a he perfect example. Right he got hot week 15, week 16. He went off against the Chiefs mm-hmm. in that first game at um, Cincinnati. Yeah. And, yeah, he struggled a little bit in that divisional round game against mm-hmm. um, the Titans getting sacked 10 times. Still won the ball game. His defense mm-hmm. won him that ball game. hmm um yeah, right, right right time he got hot and he was 45 yards away from winning a Super Bowl. Yeah. Could is is Herbert going to be is Herbert going to be in the Super Bowl this year? Maybe. I'm not going to say he's not. Yeah. But I don't know if that impact is going to be as big as Joe Burrow's impact yeah. was in the Bengals this year. Let's pass here.
1: I guess we're going to see um I think they can win the division, but like you said, the Chiefs have been so established there, it's hard to say they're not going to. mm Mhm. Moving on to the final team and a team that, you know, is quietly putting together a really good roster and a really good, uh, you know. One of
0: my more, you know, Mm -hmm. I mentioned the Dolphins and I think I mentioned Mm -hmm. the um, Eagles as two Two of my favorite teams to watch. watch. I put the Raiders in third as one of my more exciting teams to watch. I've always liked watching the Raiders. Mm
1: -hmm. It was
0: unfortunate what happened with John Gruden. Because John Gruden was, was not his anymore, but was one of my favorite coaches to watch. Mm -hmm. It was unfortunate, obviously, what happened with Henry Ruggs. I think he had a bright future ahead of him. But the way that they bounced back, the resiliency that that team had Mm. to sneak into the playoffs on the last day. And they gave Cincinnati, I think, the best fight out of anybody. Yeah. The Raiders were pretty dang close to going into Cincy with everything that had happened and winning that game. Yeah. I remember um they played the Browns when, when Baker had COVID. Yep. And they won that game mm-hmm. on a Carlson field goal. It was on Monday night. It was a windy, cold night in Cleveland. Yeah. They go out there and win to keep their playoff hopes alive and then they go home for a few games and they just get red hot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They played, you know, the Chargers were really tough. The Chargers almost came back from down like fifteen with like eight minutes to go. Yeah. Daniel Carlson. One of the, I, I know I've said for years that Justin Tucker's the best kicker in the NFL. Yeah. I think Daniel Carlson is one of the better. Yeah. not the best, but I think if you wanted to go 1-1-A, one, one I would put Tucker 1 and Carlson 1-A. The amount of 50 yarders that this man booted in last year. Mm-hmm. I picked him up in fantasy at free agency, you know, waiver wire, yeah. and he was a big addition to this team. Uh, the Raiders, I think they can go 10-7 and seven this year. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they're ready yet. I like Derek Carr a lot. I
1: think they're a playoff team. They're a playoff, playoff team, cards. for sure.
0: Like I said, Denver may be the only team that may not make it out of this yeah. division. But I think the Chargers, Chiefs, and Raiders all can have no problem making it in there, as long as they stay healthy. Derek Carr, you know, I know a lot of people knock on him. I know my dad is, hates Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. Don't know why, what the issue may be with Derek Carr, but mm-hmm. Derek Carr is one of my sneaky favorite quarterbacks yeah. in the NFL. Right? I
1: put him in my top ten. I put him at number ten. And I mostly said the connection with Devontae Adams that mm-hmm. they had in going back to college. That's going to be fun mm-hmm. to watch in the NFL. Devontae
0: Adams to to, to the Vegas Raiders, the mm-hmm. Las Vegas Raiders, was one of the more shocking moves of the yeah. offseason, I think. The
1: fact that Rodgers didn't know.
0: Yeah. Rodgers signs his, his extension, mm-hmm. and then not two weeks later, mm-hmm. Devontae gets traded to the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Jacobs... Burst onto the scene last year, had a yeah. great season. Uh, Kenyon Drake, this is gonna be his second season with the Raiders. He had a decent season backing up. Uh, they drafted Zamir White from Georgia. I think he can be a good third round or a third down back, you know, receiving mm-hmm. back. He did a really good job of uh, him and James Cook had a great one-two do at Georgia, that national championship winning Dogs team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned Devontae Adams. Number two is your favorite wide receiver in the NFL. I love Hunter Renfro. he's so good. Never would have thought watching him catch Mm -hmm. a touchdown from Deshaun Watson in the national championship game. I thought that was going to be the highlight of Hunter Renfro's football Mm -hmm. career. But the season he had last year. I mean, many Wes Welker, Uh Julian Edelman. He gives me Wes Welker, Julian Edelman vibes every time I watch this kid play.
1: Mm -hmm. He's right
0: in there. Uh, Demarcus Robinson signed from uh, the Chiefs. So I would say Devontae is going to be obviously the clear number one. Renfro is going to be your slot guy. The only problem I'm seeing with this Raider team is who's going to step up? Who's going to be that third guy? Is it going going to be be Keelan Cole? Is it going to be, you know, when the receiver core? Obviously you got Darren Waller. Darren Waller is going to be a book in for 1,100 yards and Mm -hmm. probably 10, 12 touchdowns, I think, this season. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if one of these guys goes, if a Renfro or Adams, gosh forbid, does go down, Mm -hmm. who's going to be that third guy to step up or that fourth guy to step up? You know, to be with him, Waller, and you know uh, the other two names. Is it going to be Keelan Cole? Is it going to be Mac Hollins? You know, the former Eagle. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, isn't um, Doug Peterson there? No, Doug Peterson's in Jacksonville. Yeah, Who's their good. new coach? Is it? Did they re-get Bassani? Did, did or is it McDan? Go? I feel like Josh McDaniels is their new coach, isn't he? I don't
1: even know. Or
0: do they keep Bassani? Like they they take the interim tag off of him.
1: They got
0: McDaniels. I would say, I don't know, for some reason, I thought that they had Doug Peterson. I just guess I thought of Mac Holland. Didn't he coach the Broncos
1: for a little while?
0: No, he coached, he was the quarterback's coach. Oh, the Broncos, yeah, Yeah. because he was a quarterback coach or offensive coordinator for the Patriots. Mm -hmm. Then, remember, he was going to go to the Colts in, like, 2019, and and then he backed out of that, which, I mean, if you were the Colts coach right now, I think Frank Reich has one of the best jobs in the NFL right now. A little bit of, they need a little bit of improvement on the offensive line, so if I had to give them... You know, a way for them to maybe get from a wildcard team to maybe sneakily winning this division. They need this offensive line to step up. Alex Leatherwood had a good season last year, rookie out of Alabama, but really there's other no other big names on this offensive line. And then who's going to be that fourth option for Cars? Is it going to be Hollins? Is it going to be Demarcus Robinson? Or is it going to be Keelan Cole? Mm-hmm. On defense, they are building one of the best young defenses in the league. Max Crosby, absolute freaking animal. This guy was like a fifth rounder out of Eastern Michigan. I have some friends that have gone to school there and they watched him play in college and they knew he was going to be a stud in the NFL. This guy is becoming one of the, one of those, you know, fourth or fifth round names. You know, you get one out of probably every, you know, two years you get a stud in the fourth or fifth round. Max Crosby is that stud from that 2020 draft class or 2019 draft class. Pardon me. Uh, They picked up Chandler Jones. uh, They have a very good linebacking cord of divine Diablo, uh, and Brown and Denzel Perryman. They also have Kyler Fackrell, another big name. You know, he's kind of dropped off a little bit, especially after leaving the Packers, taking that Giants contract in mm-hmm. uh, free agency 2020. He's on the Raiders now. I think he can really step up. Diablo had a great season last year. He was one of those big, uh, you know, lower round picks uh, that didn't really have that big name that really stepped up. Uh, they picked up Rocky Seen from the um, Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Mullen, is a, he was a draft pick 2020, right, from Clemson. And then they have Trayvon Mulrig, one of my favorite safeties out of the class from um, TCU. Mm-hmm. This team, you know, they're secondary. There's not a lot of big names yet, but three, four years, Mulring, Mullen, and Rocky Seen, they could be, like, top ten in their position, mm-hmm. and people will know. They will be household names. Mm-hmm. So I guess on the defensive side, there really isn't too much to, I would say, knock, maybe other than just depth. I think it'd be the only thing. Yeah. You know, just in case, you know. Obviously They're
1: still young Crosby's gonna play
0: seventy five to eighty percent of your snaps, if yeah. not more. But just if somebody goes down, that's they'd be in the concern. If this raider team suffers a few injuries, I think they're done. So their key is going to be stay healthy and who's gonna be that fourth option for Derek Carr. But mm-hmm. either with even with everything going well, this team can sneakily win the division, I think. But I think I'd put them at ten and seven still. You got anything else to say about the Las Vegas Raiders before we move on to the NFC no. side of the ball? I think
1: you pretty much wrapped it up nicely. Uh, they they've got you know really good pieces. They're young in a couple places. They need some people to step up. Coaching wise, I I think it's going to be interesting. This will be I think Josh McDaniels' second time being a head coach, mm-hmm. as he was a Broncos head coach. He was there to
0: when uh, Tebow. Yeah. Right. Oh. So it's been a while well, since McDaniels has was, been a coach.
1: He was like three, um, three years there I think in Denver, and um. So I think it's going to be very interesting. Obviously, when he was in Denver, I believe that's when Bill O'Brien was the offensive coordinator of the Patriots. And uh, Bill O'Brien, that man is a
0: laughingstock
1: in the NFL now. The fact After the way, what, what he, he did, did to time. the Texans. <laughs> was, I don't know how long it's going to take for them to bounce back. It might take a decade or more. They might be the new Browns.
0: Never know. All right, moving on here to the NFC side of the ball. We're going to lead it off with the NFC East. Let's go ahead and start with the Dallas Cowboys. How do you feel about the Dallas Cowboys in 2022?
1: Dallas Cowboys are, you know, they're an interesting team. Obviously, America's team. Regular
0: season uh, success and just playoff failures abound.
1: It's just always like that they've been very interesting for their I mean they were in control of
0: that they were in control of that wild card game for a little bit, yeah, and then it was just Jimmy G and Debo Samuel just took over and it was a, it was it was over after that you know
1: you just watched it slip through their fingers. I mean everybody expected it, but I mean yeah,
0: it's actually you know it's kind of funny how. The Cowboys seems like they find different ways to choke Mm -hmm. a big situation. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you got the Dez. The Dez caught it. The Dez didn't catch it game Mm -hmm. way back in, what was that, 2016? Because we lost the wildcard game to them. Mm -hmm. And then they went to Green Bay and honestly should have won that game. Mm -hmm. Uh, You had 2020 where they just didn't make the playoffs, right? Yeah. They absolutely, you know, imploded down the stretch.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and then last year, the 49ers, Uh you had Dak and Zeke's rookie season. They let Aaron Rodgers, you know, march down the field yeah. like forty five seconds to and win. Like I thought that was honestly the they were fourteen year. and two that season. That's what it was, yeah. I thought that was the Cowboys' best chance to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. In a long time. Yeah. Like even going back to like Aikman,
1: yeah,
0: you know, Emmett Smith. Um, Michael Irvin days, like back in the late '80s, early '90s, when you know they were a dynasty. Mm-hmm. That was the best chance they'd had to win the Super Bowl in a really long time.
1: And I then thought. the Packers got destroyed by the Falcons the following. Mm-hmm.
0: Year. Yeah, and you know, I think Dallas could have beaten that Falcons team.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then obviously we all know what happened. I was
1: rewatching that uh, 28 eight three.
0: Really? Super oh, Bowl. really? Were you? Yeah, what no, game? No. What game do they have on? I was at a restaurant somewhere about a week or two ago. I think they had on the Cowboys Giants. It was like when Romo and Eli Manning were there. Mm. I was like, "Oh my god, I this is an we'll old that. game. This must have been like 2007, 2008." Yeah. But it's going to be interesting to see what the Cowboys do I they think play this the year. Bucks what again week what one. are you thinking? What do you think record wise for
1: them? I want to say looking at their division They've they've got one of the easier divisions, obviously. Mm -hmm. You play the Commanders and you play the The Giants Giants to combine a quarter of your schedule, almost. I think they can split with the Eagles. I think they take the Jaguars. That's at least six. Beyond that, I think they can get that 9-10 mark. Um, I, I, so it's just gonna be a typical. 10, but they fall apart it's gonna be a time.
0: typical NFC East where eight nine wins wins the division again this year. It is. It's what be was that twenty twenty? What did the uh, football team win it with? Like a seven nine and one yeah. or a six nine and one or something? That
1: sounds <laughs>
0: crazy. seems like you know we always have you always have that division every two or three years where an under five hundred team wins it. Yeah. It's always the NFC East. Uh, the Cowboys down year. It's that the rest of the division is so bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the Giants were in contention until like week sixteen in twenty twenty, and they mm-hmm. had like. Like four wins, mm-hmm. three wins, you know.
1: Let's see. Did they make any notable changes to their roster?
0: I mean, they lost Amari Cooper. They lost yeah. Lyle Collins. They picked up Dante Fowler. Dante Fowler was like their biggest signing. And that was. They like, lost a lot of guys. They was, lost Zerline, which yeah. I mean, honestly, Zerline didn't. I don't think Zerline did too good. I so think, I don't think Zerline's a big loss. They have Pollard Brett Maher now.
1: and Elliot. I'll say that.
0: Yeah. Uh, Lyle Collins signed to, to help protect Joe Burrow. Yeah. Uh, they traded Cooper to the Browns. They lost Keanu Neal. I think they only had Keanu yeah. Neal for like a year anyways. But uh, obviously Zerline to the Coker, Jets. I believe they me. lost Cedric Wilson, mm-hmm. which Cedric Wilson really kind of, I think, exploded onto the scene last year. Yeah. Watching him in Miami with Tyreek next year and Devontae Parker. Or no, Devonte Parker, I'm sorry, is, is, a, is a Patriot is. now. But watching him and uh, Tyreek go at it, that's going to be fun. With Jakeem Grant still, mm-hmm. I know Jakeem Grant's in Chicago. Yeah. Now. Well, I guess it's just going to be the Cedric Wilson and Tyree Hill show. Waddle. With uh, Gasicki and, and Waddle, yeah. yeah. I don't know yeah. why I forgot about Waddle. Waddle's like one of the It'll top young players in this league.
1: The, uh, when you look at this Cowboys team, I'll say what I like. I like uh, Dak Prescott. I like that Ben DiNucci is still on the roster at the fourth quarterback spot. <laughs> Didn't ben
0: DiNucci played like two games <laughs> in 2020. Was Dude, that 2020 or was that, was that last show. year?
1: La- 2020 when uh, no. Prescott was out.
0: Yeah, yeah, because the uh, Steelers were eight zero, and Danucci almost beat the eight zero Steelers, and then they just like fell apart after they finally oh lost the first game. The Steelers
1: game. started eleven and zero, and then, and then they fell apart they and they lost in the wild card round to the Browns. I, it's it's crazy when you think about it. It started <laughs> they started eleven and zero, and then they were
0: horrible last year. Last year they well not horrible last like,
1: year what they tied with the Lions. Frick,
0: I mean they they weren't horrible last year. They they were the seventh seed. They tied
1: <laughs> they with beat the Lions.
0: Uh, they beat the uh, Boswell knocked in a field goal and beat the Ravens in Week Eighteen, and then almost had to deal with the excruciating chance of losing of not making the playoffs on a tie. Mm-hmm. But Prescott, you know, as much as I'm not a big Prescott guy, he's still top seven, top eight quarterback in this yeah. league. Uh like I mentioned, I think Paul Pollard's getting more fantasy love he's than Zeke. Zeke, I think I drafted the first year, Zeke's rookie year I think was like a top five pick. Yeah. And I think I drafted him that year. Pollard's going to. Zeke's still going to get the more touches, don't get me wrong. But Pollard's going to be the bigger name, I think, in this team. And he could end up with more yards and more you know, touchdowns at the end Pollard's of the season.
1: Pollard's game versus the Saints last year was a big. Pollard game. Ripped off like he a go, 60 yard run. Didn't he run for 120,
0: yeah. 130 yards in that game and only like 15, 20 carries?
1: That's when I I was like, why are they not playing anymore? Mm-hmm. And Zeke is just a big name.
0: But who's gonna fill in for Cedric Wilson? You got CD. Yeah. CD's gonna go for a thousand and yeah. ten touchdowns. Gallup's Gallup gonna go for CDs. seven eight hundred yards. Beyond that, though, they got Jalen yeah. Tolbert, James Washington. They picked up from the Steelers. Yeah. He's all right. Pick up uh, Noah Brown. I really all right. like uh, They drafted Fry Fogel from Indiana uh-huh. and Drummond from. Um, Ole Miss, one of Corral's favorite targets at Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. I really do like Dalton Schultz as well. They drafted young Witten. They drafted Ferguson out of Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. He was one of our top five tight ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, they still got some big names. It's not the same offensive line when Zeke and Dak yeah. were coming into the rookie season. Only they Zach still got Martin, Tyron right? Smith and they still got Zach Martin as yeah. well. Bob Ledez is a great center out of Wisconsin. Um let's go to the defense. They still got Tank Lawrence. Yep. Uh, Dante, Dante Fowler, Fowler, they picked up Vander Esch, one Man. of my favorite linebackers in the league. Right, Micah, Parsons. Favorite, Micah Parsons, Micah Parsons, still the Lions organization will be kicking themselves, I think, for not moving up and drafting Micah Parsons. We he won defensive rookie, rookie we of the year. What was it, one hundred and like twenty five, hundred thirty five tackles last year? Yeah. Um. See, yeah. but the problem is
1: their safeties are good. though, Their safeties are Trayvon good.
0: They got Hurst, Emily Hooker, and then obviously, I think. Not maybe the best playmate not the best lockdown corner in the league, yeah. but I think he's one of the best playmaking corners in the league right now with Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, yeah. What did he finish with? Nine, Nine interception, interceptions last 10? year. Man was on pace. Eleven. Man was on 11 pace 11 for like fifteen interception. interceptions last year at one point.
1: Personally, he had eleven. <laughs>
0: Every time I think about interceptions I'll never forget when I found out Or led the league yeah. in interceptions one year that and we dogged crazy. on that guy. I and mean, then it was the 2020 season we dogged yeah. on that guy every week and then we found out that he leads the league in interceptions.
1: He plays better than Jeff Okuda. Mm-hmm. Okuda when we break down the lot. But yeah, Brian uh Brian
0: Anger is going to be the punter and then uh Brian. place kicker. They they lost uh Maher too to the Saints. Jonathan Gerbari. Never heard of this guy. We're going to find out together who this guy is. He is a kicker out of Texas Tech. He's a rookie. Oh, jeez. This is, uh, uh, Cowboys fans, I'm sorry. Yeah. You 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 had, uh, at one point, you had decent kickers. He Zerline, he struggled last year. Maher kind of struggled towards the end of his time, tenure, too. I think he ended up getting cut in 2020, Maher did, and that's when they brought Zerline in. Yeah. But uh, it's gonna be interesting. The kicking game, I think, is gonna be a big thing to watch for the Cowboys. And then as well, um, the offensive line. Mm-hmm. They gonna be able to protect Dak. You know, mm-hmm. Dak's still got you know he's His a ankle. year removed off of the ACL. His ankle's still yeah. all effed up.
1: His shoulder. Are they gonna, gonna be able to King.
0: block for Zeke and Pollard? Mm-hmm. And the big key is, is 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 Zeke gonna you know is he gonna step up this year? Yeah. Because if he doesn't step up this year. Zeke's gonna be in trouble, I think. Yeah. I think his time in time Dallas. Girly. His ta- his time in time Dallas could be numbered, I think. Yeah. And Pollard could be the future of this team. Yeah.
1: I think Dak would be very But
0: still, team. this team's gonna go just because of the easy divisions, team's gonna go eleven six, they'll host the home playoff game, and they'll probably lose in the wild card round again. Mm-hmm. I don't have expectations for this Dallas Cowboy team at all.
1: I don't really
0: either. Other than they're an easy division, play. and the Eagles, they still they're, they're gonna be like the Broncos. Yeah. They're gonna need some time to gel with Jalen Hurts. With AJ Brown, with some of their draft picks that they brought in, and that defense mm-hmm. is still going to need a little bit of work.
1: Well, that's going to be the reason.
0: That's going to be the reason why Dallas still wins this, this division. Now, if Philly surprises a lot of people, Philly could be the favorite next year. I think in this division. Yeah. And let's go to a team who really they, they, they are never. I don't think they're ever going to be a favorite for this division again. That's the New York football I don't Giants. Know if they, ever really were, they really were. They really, when, was when uh, was Eli straight. was there, you know. We keep forgetting that, this though, team this won two, su- this team beat Tom on Brady. On
1: two of the worst seasons ever. <laughs> this
0: team beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl twice.
1: If it wasn't for the Giants,
0: one? Brady would have nine rings. He'd oh. be going for the one to put on his last finger on in, the other hand.
1: <laughs> in 2011, I just saw this stat that giants team scored 309 so it was 394 points for mm-hmm. 400 against so they had
0: a negative 6
1: they had a negative 6 season, negative 6 point differential and won the freaking super bowl and that's and even the uh, the team when they had Strahan, really he was the heart of that team well i'm
0: sorry the defense carried the uh, at least the 20 the 2017 team yeah. the 2011 Until team you had eli um was Ahmad bradshaw maybe still there yeah you had Manningham. Uh-huh. uh he had another big name or decent oh, Victor Cruz, I think, was on that yeah. team. Tyree was obviously Tyree was on the was 07, 07 team and then you had Plaxico on the 07 team. But that those yeah. defenses. You had Strahan in 07. you still had Tuck yeah. and in twenty eleven. Was Pierre Paul there yet? Pierre yeah. Paul may have been just either after or maybe like his rookie or second season. Mm-hmm. They really never had that shut down um, corner, that secondary. It was always the front seven that won them. We didn't get pressure on the quarterback and whatnot. Yeah, but expectations for the Giants, there there aren't any. Mm-hmm. This team's gonna win three, four games maybe. Daniel Jones, well, this will be Daniel Jones' last I season. I
1: believe uh, Pierre Paul was in his second season. Oh,
0: okay, this will be Daniel Jones's last season in New York. They could be in the Bryce Young slash C.J. Stroud sweepstakes for next year, I think, with the Texans. I think whoever the Texans don't take, the Giants will take. Mm -hmm. Um, Saquon, can Saquon just stay healthy? This is exhibit one on why you don't draft a running back in the top five. Mm -hmm. Zeke, uh, I think McCaffrey was a top five pick, and so so was Saquon. Yeah. Saquon had you know at the twenty nineteen season was his it was his only healthy season so far in the league or was twenty was that his twenty eighteen this is his fourth this is already his fourth mm-hmm. year yeah so this is twenty eighteen season they overused him because they had no other choice
1: Yep.
0: it was Eli's uh was it Eli's yeah it was Eli's last season mm-hmm. they had no other choice but to you know give Saquon I don't remember how many touches he had that season insane amount uh, you got Matt Breida as a backup that's a decent option just in case Saquon goes down you had um you had William Gallman last year, but he's he's out of there now. Yeah. Um. Kenny Galladay, he basically went there for the money. He's gonna have a same season like Christian Kirk. He'll have a decent season, but it'll be on a bad team. Mm-hmm. Uh. Shepard, he stepped up a lot last year. I like Kadarius Tony a lot if he can stay healthy and not get suspended. Yeah. Not uh, get thrown out of games. He had that breakout game against Dallas last year and they got ejected. Yeah. So he threw a punch. Um. They lost. They lost production in the tight end room. Ingram's not there anymore. Ingram's in. Um, where is Ingram now? We just talked about him a couple weeks ago. So he's in the AFC.
1: I'd Evan, Evan Ingram end up going. I think he went to the Jags. He went
0: to the Jags, didn't he? Yeah. But you have Ricky you have Ricky Seals Jones as your starting tight end. Cheeks. Not very good. Uh they picked up Andrew Thomas last year yeah, it was last year out of Georgia. Evan Neal came over in a draft this year. Um so career ruining for Evan Neal, poor Evan Neal. Yeah. Um they they really don't what have did they
1: get in the draft this year. They got and they got Thibodeau. Yeah. Mm. Quincy
0: Roche, they picked him up last year. Leonard Williams is still there. He's been bouncing between the two New York teams. Um, you really don't have that good of a secondary. Yeah. You have Xavier McKinney, young. Adoree Jackson. Jackson, washed. Julian Love out of Notre Dame. Yeah. Um, your linebacking core is Blake Martinez, Martinez, and that's oh, literally geez. it. You drafted Micah McFadden out of Indiana. He's yeah. not bad a couple years ago or either uh, this yeah. year or last. So, definitely the defense is going to be the killer for the Giants this yeah. year. And then uh, the thing I'm to watch on offense is how many games does Barkley play. Yeah. But this team is
1: Taylor there not going to be good. Well,
0: at least you have a good backup plan in Tyra Taylor just in case either A, yeah. Jones gets hurt, or B, he just absolutely plays bad enough where you got to throw him on the bench, and yeah. then that's the end of his tenure there.
1: I, uh, I want to see Daniel Jones get the uh, Sam Darnold treatment after this year.
0: But uh, well, where everybody hates him, or they just trade him?
1: No, just maybe where they where he can find a new team. Because Daniel
0: Jones has the talent. Don't get me wrong. I, I wanna, the city I of New York, the city of New York, just beats up those players. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Eli. He well, was they, humble. They he had, win, win but Gino, Sam Darnold, Gino Smith, uh-huh. Daniel Jones. You can add to the list. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. <laughs> Zach Wilson.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're not going to get what into God. that. But wow.
1: What a dude.
0: Zach Wilson definitely going into one of the legends club, I think yeah. for sure from what that man did.
1: He better have a fire season.
0: Oh my god, for what he did, that man better go crazy this year because the Jets are probably not going to resign him after that. Probably not. But uh, yeah, for the Giants, not much expectations. I don't know how you feel about them. They got a tough schedule. Obviously, you know, being the bottom feeders of the division, they're they're going to be lucky to win yeah. a divisional game. They may steal one against
1: Washington, but I got I got them maybe winning. Maybe three, three, four. Maybe three, four. If if Barkley <laughs> plays,
0: I mean, yeah. If Ty, if if Tyrod Taylor gets in a game or two, maybe I give him five wins. But if Tyrod Daniel Tyrod Jones plays, plays seventeen games; they're winning three at the most. If
1: Tyrod Taylor plays, they're gonna the offensive trainer is gonna break his rib, and puncture his lung. So it's gonna happen.
0: <laughs> I know that was a terrible thing to have happen, but would we ever have gotten? Justin Herbert.
1: We never
0: would. Would Justin Herbert of the year still be on the bench? Like, would Justin Herbert not have the impact that he has right now mm-hmm. if he never got in? Because Tyron Taylor got his rib. I I, mm-hmm. I couldn't Grinched. believe that when that happened. This is crazy. I hope that trainer is no longer a trainer anymore, yeah. and he is maybe I don't know like a family medicine specialist, like yeah. a family doctor. Because how do you break? Pharmacist. How do you break an NFL quarterback's rib cage?
1: Doesn't make sense. You go through all that medical school. Well, that medical school. Years. To
0: break somebody's ribs, and NFL quarterback's ribs. Crazy. But yeah, Giants. Cheeks. I think it's going to be them. The Texans and the Jaguars are probably going to be like your three worst teams. In I the said NFL. it before
1: we came on recording. I looked up the Giants and the first team that came up was San Francisco Giants. So Which was how relevant they are.
0: Team. San Francisco Giants are more. Uh,
1: more uh, relevant
0: than the New York Giants, and it. the New York Giants are probably one of the more, I would say, historic franchises in the NFL. It's just been a very disappointing yeah. ever since Tom Coughlin retired.
1: Yeah, last like decade. It's been,
0: it's been that last Super Bowl was about the the last hurrah that they had. They had a little bit of a spike when you know they had the OBJ hype. Yeah. But then OBJ decided kidding? he was going to go party on a boat in Miami yeah. for a playoff game, and they got embarrassed in Green Bay, and that was pretty much it for Odell, and that was pretty much it for the Gi- for the Giants.
1: Yes, sir. Let's move
0: on to more, maybe a more promising team, more with a little bit more upside in the division this year, and possibly even in the league this year. This could be, team could be a sneaky playoff team, I think. Mm-hmm. They made it in last year; they were the seventh seed. They hung around with the Bucks for a little bit, mm-hmm. but and then you know the Bucks just showed their their strength and their dominance mm-hmm. in the second half, and they ended up ended up making it a blowout, I believe. It's the Philadelphia Eagles. This team is going to be a very interesting team to watch this year. I think. Mm-hmm. I think they can win ten games this year. I think they can sneak in to a five seed, and whoever they play in that four seed, whether that's you know um, the Vikings or if they play a team from the NFC West, let's say they go against the 49ers or they go against the Cardinals, mm-hmm. they could be one of those road teams, so we're talking about a wild card weekend, that can go on the road and win a game, I think. Mm-hmm. And then that would probably put them in a situation where they'd go against either Green Bay or the Rams and they probably get torched. Mm-hmm. But I think C- or Seattle. I think Philadelphia is definitely on their way up. Jalen Hurts at quarterback. Uh, if anything ever goes wrong with Jalen Hurts, you got Minshew. <laughs> that's that's about all I'm going to say no, about Gardner Minshew. Jalen. I know you like him, but I... The running back core, probably one of the better running back cores in the league. Sanders, can it the guy he, stay healthy? stay healthy, yeah. But if he can't, Boston Scott had a good season last year, and Gainwell really broke onto the scene last year as a rookie running back that nobody really expected to. Yep. The, the wide receiver core, though. You picked up A.J. Brown in a trade. That was a big splash, I think, for them to add on with Devontae Smith. Uh, Quez Watkins is a good deep ball threat. He had a couple big games last year. But then your second core, you got Greg Ward, you got Rager. Rager, I think, had a decent season last year after a bad rookie season dealing with injuries and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And then they picked up Zach Pascal from the Colts, who's been a very very consistent wide receiver in his career. Mm -hmm. Uh, Goddard, this is gonna be his first full season starting after uh, Ertz was traded Mm mid-season. Uh, they still got Ciamalo, Lane Johnson, and J- uh, Jason Kelsey leading that offensive line. Mm-hmm. Uh, the defense, a little bit aging. Um, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox. You know, Fletcher Cox is still going to okay, do what he can do. Fletcher 10. Cox is in, his, in his, like his 11th or 12th year in the league. Gosh, Brandon Graham, I remember watching him at Michigan in like the mid-2000s. He's still there. Uh, they have Hargrave. Uh, Derek Barnett out of Tennessee was a good pickup. He's a good young player. Um, right. We forgot that the uh, the Eagles were the team that won the Jordan Davis. Yeah. Um, drafty, so it'll be interesting to see what Jordan Davis can do behind Fletcher or Fletcher Costner, Barn Hargrave.
1: Stealing Kobe Dean,
0: Nicobe Dean, god, he was supposed to go first round. What did he go mid third? Yeah, if, if, um, yeah. one of my friends, his uh, former college roommate, is a huge Eagle fan, and he was pumped when they got Nicobe mm-hmm. Dean. I think they won the, the draft on the defensive side of the ball, just with just uh, Jordan Davis and Jacoby Dean. Mm-hmm. Uh, T.J. Edwards a big game out of Wisconsin. They got Kaiser White from the Chargers. Yeah. Sorry, um, Redick, they Heaps. still got big play Slay, and yes. they got James
1: Bradbury. Yes, sir. Only
0: thing I really could really nitpick on this team is probably the secondary.
1: Their safeties are lacking with Jaquari- Jaquaski
0: Tart and Anthony Harris. Yeah, they- and they've Epps um, as a third string safety. But this team can win ten games. I think ten and seven, and, and sneak in, you know, as a five seed for sure. That's
1: exactly where I have them ten seven. Looking at their schedule, they play the Lions week one, so they're starting off with you know obviously some easy competition. Dare I say, I think the Lions will maybe shock myself. That's included. our home. That's
0: our home opener, right? Our first game.
1: I believe so. I think they can shock some people this year, the Lions. <laughs> but uh, in terms of the Eagles, I think they're going on the up. Uh, immediately more as were the Lions, we, we're in the steps to rebuild still. I think uh, Nick Sirianni, the coach of the Eagles, has, you know, dare I say, good odds for maybe a potential coach of the year mm-hmm. because the, the move for A.J. Brown is going to, production-wise on the offense, is going to really help out. Just compare the what receivers they had a couple years ago. You had... Nelson Aguilar dropping all these passes. Who did you have? Racist Riley Cooper,
0: right? Oh, Ray- Riley Cooper was, was probably further down the road, but who else did they have? They had a it, bigger name that just didn't really hand out. They had Alshon Jeffrey out. in the Alshon back Jeffrey. of his career, though. Alshon Jeffrey was on that Super Bowl team.
1: Yeah, but he was in the, and He was a beast in that Super Bowl, but he was in the back of his career. I think with um, Rager, Pascal, Brown, Smith, you're looking at four really solid options. consistent options. options, options yeah. Compared to who did they have last year even? Arsego Whiteside, white side and some and before Smith, like, who did white. they have? They had nobody. Like, was
0: Watkins was there, but white side Watkins. Greg, and Greg White,
1: not the Or Greg best. Ward,
0: sorry, but Greg Ward's still there, a little bit lower of a role probably this year for him.
1: A sneaky uh, pick two sneaky pickups, I would say. Jason Huntley, that's a guy we got undrafted last year or the year before, and his speed. When I watched his highlights, I was mm-hmm. very impressed. He's their fourth string. Dare I say Sanders go down? Scott is gonna probably be the. Mm, but up. Gainwell's not gonna really get
0: many carries. He's more of a receiving back.
1: I say Huntley is a really sneaky pickup. But other than that, a they don't really, still carry on really Johnson, sneaky, do they? They do not. No. But Carson Strong at the fourth seed of uh, quarterbacks, I think he makes the roster. I think if he doesn't make the roster, because they have work. him,
0: they have um, Minshew. Their, they have Minshew, and then who's their third string?
1: They, Reed Sinet. Oh, okay. I, I, I don't think Sinet makes up. the team, and yeah. then Strong will be the third stringer. I think Strong can make it. I think that was a sneaky pickup. And uh, like you said, ten and seven. <clears throat> Moving on to the last team here, the, the commanders. commanders. And speaking of the Commanders, you know Carson Wentz, the former Eagle, the former Colt, is now former on his 13, number one overall pick. 13 it's on years. his
0: third team in three years.
1: Cheeks, absolute cheeks.
0: Reminds me of Luck in RG three. Couple yeah. years ago, Lux retired. RG three's on freaking ESPN. Goff and Wentz, they're both they're both on a new team, and that was what twenty seventeen, right twenty eighteen. Unbelievable, but uh, you got Wentz, Heineke, he did the second string, drafted same Howell. I thought that really made no sense. Because uh, Heineke, you know, it showed in moments. Heineke got a huge contract extension because they almost beat the Bucks in 2020 in the in the wild card round, and the man got a contract extension. Then really didn't live up to the hype last year. They had multiple starting quarterbacks. Uh, Antonio Gibson, one of the best running, young running backs in the league. Uh, McKissick's a good uh, slot option out of the backfield, uh, receiving the ball. And then you know, with with McKissick being more of a pass catcher, I think Brian Robinson will get some carries this year. They drafted him out of Alabama. Uh, the big move, though, of the offseason for them was re-signing Terry McLaurin. Yeah. If they had lost Terry McLaurin, they could have been down, I think, in the Giants' territory of maybe that 4-5 or five win category. Yeah. But yeah, him, Curtis Samuel, the former two uh, Ohio State roommates, um, forgot that they drafted Jahan Dotson as well. Yeah, Jahan Dotson was one of my favorite receivers coming out of this class this year. Sneaky. Uh, they got De'Ami Brown still, Alex Erickson they picked up from the Cincinnati Bengals, Camp Sims, who had a good uh, step up a little bit last year. Uh, Logan Thomas, if he can stay healthy, can be, you know, who would have thought the former Virginia Tech quarterback and former Lion could have been probably uh, in the top half of tight ends when it comes to NFL players. Uh, They picked up Charles Leno. Uh, That's about the only really big name on the offensive line, so a little bit maybe that could be the thing to watch for them is the offensive line depth and the strength of it, you know, to protect Wentz. That's the reason why Wentz is probably on his third team in three years. He really hasn't had never had an offensive line. Well, I shouldn't say that because the Colts have the best offensive line of football, and he was throwing left handed. Interceptions in San Francisco last year. Mm-hmm. Um, defensive side of the ball, hopefully, you'll get a healthy Chase Young, Jonathan Allen, Montez Sweat, DeRon Payne, probably one of yeah. the best interior defensive, young defensive linemen one of my in the league. Jamin Davis. Davis out of Kentucky, a Davis. big first round pick last year. Uh, but other than Jamin Davis, not too much going on in the linebacking core, and then having uh, Bobby McCain and uh, Kendall Fuller in the yeah. secondary. So I think it's almost like who we were talking about earlier that had a uh, stout defensive line, but not too good of a secondary. I would compare him to that. And then just uh, being able to... Uh, line,
1: not secondary, who did we see?
0: Did talk about the Broncos? No, the Broncos had the other the, way around. It
1: was in the, oh, it was, uh, it, it was the uh, uh, Chiefs.
0: Yeah, the Chiefs. So I'd remind... They're kind of like a Chiefs defense. They got the names there. They can step up, but they just don't have the big names other than the D-line. Yeah. And then on the offensive side of the ball... They got to be able to protect Wentz and they got to be able to get, create holes of uh, running room for Antonio Gibson. Yeah. And then possibly Brian Robinson if he gets in as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anything you have to say? What are you thinking for the commanders? I, I got Records him going 9 six, and 8, I think. 9 8? Yeah. I, I'd say if he, Wentz can stay healthy,
1: I'd say they can go anywhere from 6 wins to 9 wins. 9 is their ceiling, 6 is their floor. If Heineke has
0: to come in a few games, I'd say maybe 7. Mm-hmm. But if Wentz can stay healthy and Wentz can have a, dare I say, Mm-hmm. Half of the MVP season mm-hmm. potentially be, could have been MVP season if he stayed healthy. In mm-hmm. uh, their Super Bowl run in 2018,
1: yeah. Wentz just needs to not make left-handed throws. He's not Mahomes. I'm sorry.
0: Wentz has just got to stay healthy. That's yeah. his
1: problem. Yeah, and he's got he's got ever make... since
0: the ACL that he tore in mm-hmm. LA in 2018. He's gotta make I've never seen that side of Carson Wentz since. Mm-hmm. He had his moments last year in Indy, but then he also had his dumb moments. I remember watching him play week two against the Rams. They had a chance to win the game. What does he do? He goes and throws a pick six. Yeah. Marching down the field late in the game, he throws a pick six down four. It's like, that is... Carson Wentz, Philadelphia Carson Wentz would have never done that. Yeah. And maybe a new scene, maybe it'll change that. Maybe. They got Rotten Riverboat Ron, you yeah.
1: know. He's got real, I Dare I say, I think he has a better receiving core on the commander. Oh, for sure. When it, when you look at... Compared- because the
0: guys, that, the, the guys that stepped up in Indy were pretty much after... He had left. You know, they stepped right. up maybe towards the end of the season, or even when Rivers yeah. there, and they kind of stepped took a step down in twenty twenty one. But I think you throw he, McLaurin and Samuel out there. McLaurin's... McLaurin,
1: Samuel, Dotson, people, Logan around. Thomas too. Yeah,
0: people don't talk about Terry McLaurin enough.
1: Yeah, he's he's a top ten. He earned McLaurin.
0: the money that he got yeah. in the off season.
1: I think mean, he's back half the top ten, mm-hmm. uh, but he's one of my favorites.
0: Yeah. All right, anything else to say about the Commanders before we get out of here? Mm, no. No, no. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, well, that'll wrap yeah, it up. For... We mentioned
1: we prefer the football team.
0: Yeah, I, the Washington Commanders. Just...
1: Never so you're the second
0: team in NFL them. history, in modern NFL history, mm-hmm. to change your team name. Obviously, the Oilers going from the Oilers to the Titans back mm-hmm. in the mid-'90s. But you go from the football team yeah. to the Commanders. Mm-hmm. I just think that was a, a kind of a dud, honestly. Yeah. They, I like that they kept the logo. Yeah. They kept it the same. I like that. The the uniforms are okay. Mm-hmm. They kept the color scheme. I liked that. I liked that did maroon and white. The,
1: they they brought out the uniforms. Yeah,
0: they came. I think they released yes. them in March when they when they did the team name. They're they're all right. They have, they have a logo on them and like they're they're basically the same colors mm-hmm. as the football team, except they have a name on them basically.
1: They just have a W. Yeah, I would have liked to see something man for sure the, right. it's different than the commanders. There was a there was so many lists out there. There
0: were so many good choices they could add.
1: And then they just they, I don't know how I really feel about this jersey. This one kind of looks like a dud to me. This white one, I just this one looks like they're a, all right. I'd say I like a, the all I black like this though. red and I like the black. Yeah. The right.
0: red's probably gonna be the home uniform, and then the all black will probably be the um, like that, the alternate the uniform. The
1: helmet is sweet. Maybe, maybe that'd be something all they wear. Black in, helmet? Maybe the all
0: black something they wear in prime time. I would think. Is that a wait? Is the home? Is that all red? Yeah. That's, that's probably cool. actually that's probably gonna be the away. The white's probably gonna be the home.
1: I I love this red. And the helmet. Know, let's see. But I, I can't, I can't, I love the red. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah, And I, the black, the black yeah. is sick.
0: The black would be pretty sick on, like, with, a Monday night game or something. With
1: the helmet, too, with the W and Fry is cool. Mm-hmm. The, this, Chase Young and the visor, I just don't know if I'm really rocking with the numbers on that. That looks yeah, like the Texans, but like yeah. playing.
0: Yeah, I agree. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up here for episode number 108 of Dylan Al Talk NFL. We will be back next week breaking down the NFC North. You'll get to hear our official 2022 predictions for the Detroit Lions. I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm excited about that or if I'm not, but mm. we'll find out next week where we have the Lions going and, uh, you know, how many wins we have the Packers winning <laughs> games we have them winning this year. And obviously they're going to win the division. So, I mean, I don't even think I have to do much thinking about that. It's going to be the Packers and then everybody else, mm. but uh, that's going to wrap it up again. Thank you guys as always for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. We'll be found on all podcast platforms. Thank you guys, as always, for listening, and we will see you next week.
1: Mm -hmm.